Hello, and welcome to the second ever episode of the Thundering Herds podcast. Today, we will be talking about the Dallas Mavericks um, entering the playoffs this season, um, Derek Henry, and um, we'll touch a little bit on the Rangers and a couple of other things. But uh, the first thing that we'll talk about today is the Dallas Mavericks uh, making the playoffs this season. Um, my opinion on the Mavericks right now is that Right now, they're losing by, like, 20 to the Grizzlies, right? The Grizzlies? Um, I think they're a good basketball team. I think they might stand a chance if they play the Clippers. I don't think they stand any chance if they end up playing the Nuggets, but that's that's just me. Last year, we had a, we played a good series against the Clippers. Um, and they ended up winning, but I thought we played a good series. Well, Porzingis was not available for the entire series, in which I think it really killed them. And thank goodness they're not playing... The Sacramento Kings or the Minnesota Timberwolves in the playoffs, they can't seem to beat the worst teams in the NBA. Um, they're going to need contributions from several people. Hardaway can't give you less than 15. Porzingis has to be available for every game. And Doncic is going to have to play all-star caliber. He's going to have to be a 25-10-10 guy if they stand a chance to get out of the first round. I feel like um, I expect that from Luka. He's only had like three games or no he's had eight games this season with less than 20 points so far um he's a pretty consistent player he scores scores a lot of points he's averaged uh nine rebounds and like eight assists throughout the season I might have switched those up but still he's almost averaging a triple triple double I feel like Luka Doncic is a exceptional player and uh yeah he can improve on a on a few things like free throw shooting and uh especially those technical fouls but he, uh, he's a really valuable player to this franchise, and uh, Porzingis, I have a pretty strong opinion about him. He uh, Honestly, I don't think we need him at all. This season, we've had a lot of success, and he's only played in 40 games out of 72, something crazy like that. So, uh, yeah, and we've, we've won a good amount of games. I don't think Porzingis is a huge necessity to this basketball team. Um, yeah, that's that's my opinion on Porzingis. I think he's a soft Euro. I know it, we, we've we talked about that in the past, and people have brought that up, and I think Dirk blew the myth of that, that all Euros were, were soft, but I think Porzingis is swinging it the other way. Can't stay healthy. Knee injuries, ankle injuries, back injuries. He can't play back-to-back games. You can't count on the guy. It also comes from being tall and skinny, though. I mean, he can't really do a lot about it. Yeah, I, b- I bet he is exaggerating some of these uh, injuries bigger than I they actually are. I think they're protecting are. him. I think they're trying to get to the playoffs because you won't have back-to-back games in the playoffs, and he'll be able to play throughout. But <clears throat> when have we really had the consistency of the two of them, Luca and Porzingis, playing multiple games back-to-back-to-back-to-back to get any kind of flow? When Porzingis was out... Hardaway went nuts. So now you bring Porzingis back in and Hardaway's not playing well. I think it's a mistake. I, I, I almost want to say find a trade partner and get rid of this dude and go out and get yourself two more 12 to 15 point guys and let get make this Donchus's team and get rid of that guy. I 100% agree. Um, so the next topic that we're going to go on to is uh, Derrick Henry. I believe that, uh, of course, he's the best running back in the league right now. He's unbelievable. He literally <coughs> throws people um, with his stiff arm. 
He's fast. He has breakaway speed. He's like 6'2", 235. But uh, my dad seems to have a little bit of a different opinion about him. I think he's eventually going to run himself to contact out of this league. Honestly, I mean, you look at the running backs that led the league or are the yardage leaders for their career. You've got Tony Dorsett. You've got Franco Harris. You've got Adrian Peterson. He was a little bit of a punisher, but he's, he became more of a make-you-miss kind of guy. And then no. Emmett Smith. No. Emmett Smith, 18,000 yards. Look, the, the prototypical running back for me of all time is somebody can catch the ball out of the backfield and be gone or bust it right up the middle and be gone. And that's number 33, Tony Dorsett. But Tony never took a great shot. What Tony did, preserving himself, was get near the sidelines, get as many yards as he possibly could, and save himself for the next play. He also went 99 yards for a touchdown one time. So that's the kind of running back that I really like. I'm telling you. The Earl Campbells, the Larry Zonkas, the John Riggins, the Chuck Muncies, the Ironhead Haywards of the world. Who are these people? They're, they're people that were played in the league a, a number of years ago, but they were bruising runners that wanted to run over you. And what did it do? Shorten their career. I feel like freaking Derrick Henry is a different breed of human being. Three he's, more years. He's unbelievable. <clears throat> no, no, not even Three close. more years and he's Have done. Have you seen the way that he trains, oh, the way that he runs? because he grabs a 180-pound cornerback and stiff arms him and his, in his helmet and shoves him to the ground. I'm supposed to be impressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you do that to Demarcus Lawrence. You do that to... Uh, Mac from Chicago, and I'd be impressed. You're stiff arm Have you not little seen dudes him embarrass people? Have you not seen him embarrass people going up the middle? Fine. He runs through everybody. It doesn't matter how big or small they are. All right. He's a different continue breed. To, continue to play that way. Continue to yeah, initiate, he will. initiate And he'll contact. be one of the best players of all time. He's going to lose a step. He's going to get his, knock, his head knocked off. Eventually... He's going to, you're going to see 400 carries, 500 carries a season, go down to 350, go down to 300, because he's going to start, the injuries are going to start piling up. The guy is not, he, he will not finish his career with 8,000 yards. Book it right now. He's LeBron James. He's LeBron James. No, he's not. Yes, he is. He's LeBron James. Yeah, well, J- Jim Brown knew when to get out, too. Jim Brown retired with 12,000 yards and went and made movies because he didn't need this stuff. Jim Brown today, is the, he's the same player as Derrick Henry, a punisher with speed and size. He's bigger than any running back in the league. But ask Earl Campbell how that worked out when he, when he goes to a, a, a sports conference and he can't walk anymore. He's being wheeled around in a wheelchair because of all the abuse that he dished out. He would mow people over, destroy people. He looked to make contact. And you know what? Can't walk anymore. It's not it doesn't bode it doesn't bode well for this dude. I mean he he and look at the history of Alabama quarterback Alabama running backs. They don't hang around too long. Any of them, any Mark other Ingram has been in the league for a pretty yeah, long what, time. Mark Ingram's splitting time with splitting time in, in New Orleans. With the with the other running back, he he's been out of New and Orleans Mark, for like four years. And what is Mark Ingram doing in Baltimore? The best running back on the team is taking snaps from center. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, 
Well, I mean, he, he's a pretty good running back, though. Um, he's a running back that throws the football. And what do you need Mark Ingram for? Their quarterback can do it all by himself. That's, that's I mean, that's true. Mm. So, uh, the next point we're probably going to get onto here is uh, the Texas Rangers and how bad they are. They're showing their, uh, their true colors right now after losing their sixth straight game. Uh... Honestly, for they they won like four in a row there or something. I was honestly really excited. I thought that they were gonna start to start to start playing playing well again. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> it seems that they're not gonna be doing that. So uh, I think it's figuring out who can play and who can't play. I don't think the uh, front office of the Texas Rangers has informed their manager that they're supposed to be tanking this year because that manager really he uh, he wants to win, and I honestly feel bad for him because. That front office does not want to win. You cannot win the Kentucky Derby with horses that are going to the glue factory. I'm sorry. The guys that they have on their team right now are bit piece players from other franchises who are filling in while we wait for youth to come. Or we're going to trade guys at the deadline and bring in more youth. There is not going to be but three or four members of the everyday lineup in the field in the batting order on this roster in three years. And I don't think any of the pitchers, except for Dane Dunning, isn't his name yeah, Dunning? Yeah, Dane Dunning. He is going to be the only starting pitcher out of any of these guys left. They I, are, yeah, they are yeah. revamping this whole squad. They definitely are. And the fact that they were playing 500 baseball for the first month and a half, kudos to them. But they suck. They do. They're not good. Well, I mean, the only, the only other thing that I think we really need to discuss is... The the NFL going to 17 games. What do, what do you think about... I remember when it went from 14 games to 16 In games. the comments, tell us what you guys think about uh, the NFL going to 17 games. An odd number? What, what's the point? Yeah. I mean... Honestly, it, like, why? Did, did we ever get a reason why? Um, well, they eliminated a preseason game. Yeah, but People like... People are paying for those tickets anyway. It's a chance to generate extra revenue. The one good thing for the Cowboys is they can't finish 8-8, eight and eight, you know? Yeah, so. uh, yeah. yeah they're going to go either 8-9 um, and nine or 9-8 nine and eight next year, probably. Uh, and and I, I don't see anybody in this division that's any good, honestly. No. The Redskins have no offense. I don't know who's going to win the division because all the teams suck. The Giants, so. I mean... Daniel Jones, he sounds like a tugboat captain. I mean, it's a... Daniel, I mean, he's just gaining more experience every year, so I don't know. He could be better. And do we know if Barkley is going to be... I mean, he was top tier, probably top three running back in the league when he got hurt. He missed missed the entire season last year. Is he going to be rusty when he comes back? There's no way to tell. Um, The Washington football team, they... uh, Who's to tell? You know their offense could could be good next year. You don't know. Their defense is amazing, but I don't think they stand a chance on offense. The Eagles, oh, did bottom I, tier team. Did I forget to mention the Eagles? <laughs> the Eagles, bottom tier team. A, They're gonna suck next I, year. Nothing makes me happier if we just win two games the year, out of the year, and both of them are against the Eagles. Yeah, I've been to Philly. I've been to games in the in that stadium. I've actually dealt with fans in that place. I cannot stand the Philadelphia Eagle fan. Sorry, it's true. They are Shout out EDP. Just awful. Awful, awful, awful. And I know they hate their Dallas Cowboys. And you know what? Feelers are mutual here in Dallas. We really don't like Eagle fans. 
Um, honestly, I have the Cowboys winning the division next year. I don't think any team in at that nine division, and eight. Yeah, I don't think any team in that division is good enough to even play mediocre football next year. So, so. win the division. Who and then we, we play the Seahawks in the playoffs. And we yeah, lose in the first yeah, round. Yeah, we're losing. The yeah, first if we round. lose in the first round. Yeah, that, so that sounds like, that sounds right to me. So we'll end up getting like a number sixteen or seventeen draft choice next year. We'll get uh, what is it? Eighteen we'll, twenty something like that because we won the division, but we still were mediocre. Hmm. We'll get like the like the twelfth or something like probably like the twelfth. I think. I don't oh, know. Last topic. Our favorite. Uh, yeah, eighteenth, eighteenth. Yeah. Our favorite sport right now going is college baseball, and our favorite baseball team to follow. Are the TCU Horn Frogs? What is going on? Yeah, I mean ULM, <coughs> University of Louisiana Monroe. I would not expect them to lose two out of three. <coughs> they've got a, they've got to beat. Is it Kansas State? Yeah, Kansas sweep. State really sucks. But so if they can't sweep them, then they've got to sweep it to win to win the um, to win the conference to win the. Yeah, they will. I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about Kansas are, State. Are they hosting the Big Twelve tournament? Yeah, they should be. Okay, well, so. If they win, if they're if they have the best record, they should host. They started it. off horrible. They're ending horrible. The middle of their year was fantastic. fantastic. He jumped all the way up. I think they got up as high as number five at one point. They were number three in okay. the nation. Well, I, I, well, they're number six right now. That's yeah. not bad. If they go, if they sweep the this 10, and they win by like a lot of runs every game, if they look like a good team in these games, they'll probably stay in the top five. Who who do you think is going to win the College World Series right now? Vandy. I can't. I don't think you can bet against Vandy ever. Who's been number one all year? Arkansas. I don't think. No, not all year. Vandy was number one. Well, for a while. you know what? I, as I long as I've been following the last month, I am not Arkansas. betting against Vanderbilt. It's well. Oh, I understand shit. that they got they got two really great pitchers, but there's a reason why Arkansas has lost fewer games. More one more game's been number one for the majority of the season. I don't care. Who who is Arkansas in the last? Ten years doesn't matter. What about Coastal Carolina? They came out of nowhere and made it all the way to the College World Series. It, it can happen. And and TCU. I'm can get never going to bet against Vandy. Not. All I'm right, not well, going to. When when it gets to, it, I don't know how the brackets are going to break out, but if it gets to Arkansas against Vanderbilt, give me Arkansas. Suey <laughs> Suey Hog. But we all know it's going to be TCU against Vanderbilt. So they're going to write the ship. In oh this yeah, whole thing TCU gonna, versus Vandy to end the year. TCU's going to win it all. I don't that, think so. Well, uh, hey, you, they you got could. A shot. You never know. You got they're, a shot. they're a good baseball team, man. This, is, uh, this has been a top 15 program now for the past, since Schloss Nagel's, you know, like third or fourth year. Oh, yeah. years. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So He's great we coach. play a little college baseball here in this town as well. Um, I think that's pretty much everything yep, we wanted to cover. That's the end of this episode. Uh, we'll see you next Sunday with our third episode. Um, see ya.